Sambo, hit that <laughs> intro. <laughs> Cold hard cash, son. Cash is king, baby. Cash is king. And cash is gold, which we're going to find out here really soon. Real soon. Ward, fantastic eavesdropper. Sarah, most unlucky person I've ever seen in my life when it comes to eavesdropping. Oh, my goodness. Episode just starts out. They just got this gold. They're fired up, dude, in the VW. Unfortunately, Mrs. Kane didn't pop up with a gun no they got off scotch thank god thank god they got off scotch free and they go to the house also again they left mrs kane's house at night the scene at ward's mansion is like in during the daytime midday actually almost like sunset (laughs) here's, here's my problem you know if you just found a bunch of gold I'm not going to be talking about it where there is a chance of anybody hearing it. I'm going to – why not go to John B.'s house where there's nobody there to talk about this? Instead, we are at the Cameron's house where there's Rose, there's Ward, Wheezy, Rafe, people who are working there. Probably butlers and maids. They make – these pogues, they are phenomenal people. They have great – Ideas, zero execution. It may have been a good time to go back to the Red Osprey Tower. Go to the Red Osprey yeah. Tower and talk about your secrets in the woods where nobody can hear you. Yet Ward, two-finger push on the window, baby, hearing everything. Or back to the Boneyard, pal. Anywhere. John, John you're right, John B.'s house. You had so many places to tell this secret. Or the Yet Carolina Skiff. John, go to the marsh. Go out in the marsh. We could do this again. We've already played this game, and I think it was episode four. 30 places that you could go to share secrets besides the Red Osprey oh. Tower. Now it seems like a good idea. Again, great ideas, terrible execution. Jeez. These people drive me crazy. These kids. So they obviously, Ward is, Ward's hot on the trail. Ward is hot on the trail. The Pogues are got their gold together. Well, before that, Ward goes, you're my son now. I want to warm up to you, buddy. Let's go on the old druthers. Let's, let's, let's take a fishing trip. Sarah's like, no, nah, Dad, I, I got stuff to do. Yeah, we got plans, buddy. Yeah, be a little bit more concise, uh, Sarah. Be a little bit more secretive. No, no, we. I can't go. John B. can't go. What did he say? He said, uh, what are you guys planning to take over the world? No, something like that. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have $400 million, and dude. Gold, exactly. Yeah. Idiots. They're so dumb. So they go back, and to continue the idiocy, idiocracy here, they have to melt this gold because you obviously can't take a bar of gold and get money for it. They need money. We actually don't know why they need money. I'm curious they didn't just keep the gold, but uh, one of their buddies, his name is JJ, he's got restitution. Yeah, he needs to pay Which that. we learned was uh, we had to pay the government money for stuff that you damaged or stole. Yeah, remember back in, I think it was episode three, when they uh, sunk Topper's boat? I mean, I'm not saying that Topper didn't deserve it. He definitely did. Yeah. JJ took the fall for Pope. Good friend. You know, this is why we're all rooting for JJ on this podcast. Yeah, I'm here. We're all rooting for him. And so this is kind of like, you know, tying up his story. He's going he's gonna to get the money and he's going to pay his restitution. 
but they got to melt down this gold. So they melt it down into this disgusting blob. They literally melt it down into like a two-quart saucepan, something you would make mac and cheese in. They decide to melt it. Again, I think they asked somebody, anybody know how to melt gold? No. Yeah. I've never done it. Yeah, yeah, this isn't Velveeta, buddy. Liquid gold, dude. (laughs) Literally, that's what it looked like. So they melt this in. Also, Pogue Peeve. Let me air out a grievance right here. Set designers, whatever you guys are, the ones who make props, can we get a more realistic piece of gold? It looks like spray-painted Play-Doh. Literally, this blob of gold melted into this little cow pie, this little oatmeal pie of gold, all right? So they go to the only pawn shop in town, the sketchiest pawn shop you can find, and this little old lady's at the front desk, and JJ comes in, guns blazing. Oh my goodness! Well, here's well, a no, no, not actual guns. Yeah, no, he like no have, guns. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. It was more like finger guns, like <laughs> yeah. woo. But I mean, they all come in there. Like you got five or six kids coming in there, and you got this one kid coming up, slamming down seven pounds of gold. Pounds. Pounds. You heard that right. Pounds of gold. That gold plated cow patty, baby. <laughs> Plop her down onto the counter, and she's like, "Where'd you get this?" JJ, out of right field. Um, I was I was stealing my mom's earrings. Your mom had seven pounds of earrings that you yeah. melted down? She liked to wear jewelry, I think he said. Yeah. She goes, honey, I ain't going to fall for this. JJ, again, already, this is why we love him, already bailed. See, a lot of people, I'm not going to go on a tangent here, a lot of people are on John, are John B., right? I like John B., I do. If you're not behind JJ, and you're not making I I stand for JJ t-shirts. What are we doing? I stand for JJ. I stand, I stand for with JJ, JJ, baby. Always. He goes and he says, pulls a great story out of his ass when he's on the boat, when he gets caught with a submersible is, well, my dad, uh, he said he forgot his hat. Or I don't even know what it was. In this security guard, which we've already, we don't affiliate with him. He's a terrible security guard. Terrible. JJ pulls another great story out. My mom. So now he did have a mom. She had Alzheimer's. Yeah. Said he had Alzheimer's. And, uh. She feels bad. She runs her little test on it, right? I think she swabs it. Acid test. Acid test. Little chunk out of it. Try to take a bite out of it. It did look like a moon pie. Seriously. (laughs) Uh, Does all that stuff with it. She goes out. She goes behind the curtain here. Into the back. Yeah. And they're all and, and they're also being really weird. Like maybe wait outside. Why are we all in the pawn shop? That's what I'm saying. And Stay they're not in even the van. They're not even like looking at everything. They're just waiting on JJ. Yeah. At least pretend to fit in. Like, hey, see this scuba equipment? Maybe I should. Buy this or something. Yeah, like, John like B. Instead of stealing it from Ward. Idiot. So, goes behind the curtain. Who do we see? That son of a bitch, Barry. Barry. How's oh, how, Barry. How do you you struggling for money when you're running a pawn shop, buddy? That's you know I feel like you got a decent amount of coin there. Yeah, you sell drugs. I mean, I at least use your pawn shop as a drug operation. Sell drugs out the back. Stop making me. If I want cocaine, why do I have? I don't do drugs. Why do I have to go to the trailer? Yeah. Can we sell some blow out of the back of the pawn shop? Can I can I trade like stuff for cocaine? Like run a run a better operation, yeah. Barry. Here's an ounce of cocaine for that scuba gear. Yeah. Done. Perfect. Got it. Perfect, Boom. man. Awesome. Not how it works. Barry goes, ha you mean seven ounces? Nah. Nah, seven pounds. So she proceeds to come outside. And this is where we got that little catch line for the show here. Cash is gold, baby. JJ starts negotiating. Well, she said, at first he said, <laughs> I'll give you 50000 JJ said, don't pull my chain, honey. This is at least worth 140 She goes, hmm. I can't do 140. I ain't got that. JJ says 90. 
She said, 70. John B. gave JJ, you know, a little shaka. She goes, as a little cherry on top, I ain't going to say where I, I ain't going to ask you where you got it. Boom. I'm in. Done. 70 G's. Here's the deal. I got to go to my warehouse. Hmm? I have a warehouse. Where? Out Outside of town. Uh-huh. So, clearly, we're about to find out old lady is, she must be in with Barry. She must be getting the cut or something. She's in tight with old Barry. So they hop in that VW van, head off into town, and uh, actually outside of town. Yeah, uh, the opposite into way the woods. of town. Key, Pope, very, once again, smart people. We talked about this. Key wants to save the environment. Pope, Merit Scholar. And they're like, I don't, I don't know where we're going. Yeah, I don't think there's a warehouse out here in the middle of the woods. There may be a barn, a pole barn. Yeah. Not a warehouse. And who keeps money in a warehouse? And what pawn shop has a warehouse that far away? Thank you. This isn't Pawn Stars on History Channel, uh, Rick and his badass warehouse where they keep all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. This is the Outer Banks. <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah. Jesus. And I expect better from JJ because he seems like a guy who's been to a pawn shop before. He's definitely tried to pawn off some of his dad's stuff. Oh, yeah. For sure. JJ's tried to pawn off his dad's stuff. Neither here nor there. They go out in the woods, and all of a sudden, I've said this before, the 5-0, baby, it follows the pogues everywhere they go. They just can't get away from it. Whoop, 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 whoop. Flashes, they're like, oh, my God, are you serious? The 5-0 is all the way out here. They start freaking out. And finally, Key, with the sensible comment, JJ, says, JJ, do you got the gun? And JJ, God bless his soul, he goes, everybody was making a big deal about the gun. I left it behind. He says, guys, have some faith in me. I left the gun behind. He, he did a full 360. He is or a full 180, not a 360. Yeah. He's a 180. He's turned around. He's turned his life around. He left the gun at home. Probably wish he didn't. I so wish he didn't. guy comes to the uh, side of the old vehicle here, and they and they stash the gold, and they're all freaking out. How did the cops find us out here? Get out of the car. Put your hands up. Get your hands out. Put your hands up, man. Get out the car. Get out the car. We know it's Barry. Barry, I mean, do a little better job yeah. covering up yourself. I mean, it's terrible. Hey, everybody hides with their buff. Yeah. Everyone hides with their buff. What are they, hiding from corona? I so mean, they go Jesus. outside, and JJ, if you, I don't know how long ago it's been since you watched this episode. If you're listening to this, JJ gets that twinkle in his eye. Oh. He's the last one out of the car, and he is mad. Because I think he knows who this guy is. And he says he almost wants to swing on him. He's so close to wanting to be like, boy. Don't embarrass me in front of my friends right now. But J.J. concedes, gets down on all fours. Barry's freaking out. Barry's yelling, where's, the, where's it at? I know you got it. He's in the VW He's just in the VW throwing car. things around. And I would have thought that J.J. would have taken this role, but no, John B. steps up for the pokes. He pulled a J.J. is what we're calling he it. He pulled a wild card. Gets out. Goes to the uh, fake, cop, fake car. cop car that I don't know where Barry got that from. And then what does he do? Gets the... Well, he, he hides in the back seat. Barry finds the gold. Barry comes in, sits down, puts the gun on the passenger side. So, Barry, worst thief of all time, you had to keep track of four people. And you left them to There's go find gold. There's only three of them when you go back to your car. One's gone. Maybe I kind of get the gun at like a, you know, fireable angle. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> he goes into his car, still has no idea what's going on. And that old, that old club, baby, that old John B. club comes in handy, reaches around, gets him with the chokehold, grabs the gun, JJ's up, the Pogues are rebelling. Dude, they unite. 
This is this is phenomenal. Yeah. Gets out. JJ pulls him out of the car. Get the gun. Get the gun. We all know JJ loves his gun. So he's like, get the gun. Get the gun. He gets out. And everybody gets a piece, dude. This is what I love about this show. Every Poe gets a piece of Barry, dude. Freaking uh, John B. Obviously gets him with the chokehold to start off with. JJ with the hell of a right hook, dude. Oh. Gets him down. And then my girl Sarah with the car door just bam, bam. Bam. That one surprised me. Yeah. I, mean, I was Key, I think Key even kicked him, dude. Key gave him that lead foot. The most surprising beatdown of all time was Sarah, you knowing what to do with that damn door. Three, three. Yeah. I was I like, because nobody else has I mean, you know, I mean, I guess John B has a van, but nobody else has a car. I mean, she has vehicles in her life. She oh, yeah. makes money and has you that, know, that was phenomenal. But yeah. then they find out that uh Barry's the one who's selling JJ's dad all this dope. And man, JJ got he got hot, son. He was hot. You're the reason my dad beats the hell out of me, is what he's thinking, <sighs> right? Grabs his license to verify it's the drug dealer. Probably to get the address. I don't even think that trailer has an address. Little on How about you show me the license? Yeah, I want to see. Hey, show me the license. A little sneak peek. Hey, director, panda the license, please. Yeah. All right. Panda the license. So they go back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you're well, forgetting a key scene. Please let. Speaking of key, <laughs> of John B. just taking these Barry's fake cop car keys and launching them into the woods. I think he can throw pretty far because I mean. Oh, he sent the keys once again. I've used this expression almost to South Carolina. I mean, he got out of the Outer Banks, hucked them keys, dude, hucked them. And Barry's like, "I know where y'all live. I'm gonna get you." I ain't gonna forget well, Barry, this. you may, but it's gonna be a while because you, you gotta find those. You gotta keys. find your keys in the woods. So now JJ's heated. They go to Barry's trailer. I don't. I mean, it's just JJ. This is this JJ. I tr- I try every single. I'm on your side right here. Let's not go to the trailer because even though last time we were at the trailer, Ward beat the hell. Out of Barry. We don't know who's at this trailer. There could be 10. Could be 14 people. Who knows? Could be nobody. Which they're perceived to be nobody. A little bit suspicious. And Barry, also get a safe. Get a, If we learn anything from the show, get a safe and leave your codes out, please. <laughs> yeah, leave it, it on a the little counter. Bit, make it a little easier to find your freaking stash. Somehow JJ knew where it was. Way too easy. Yeah, right up yeah, in the... Uh, right up in that closet. In the closet, in the duffel bag. There, gets the duffel bag. John B's like, what are you doing? First little bit of drama that we see between John B. and J.J., I'm a little concerned. These are my guys. My boys. I'm a poe, man. I hate to see two buddies, you know, go after it like that. He's like, dude, we got to get out of here. No, this is war. This is revenge. Like Topper, this is J.J. Science Project, all right? I'm getting this dude back. Takes the cash. Nobody's really a fan of it. You know, you want to know my problem with this whole thing is like, yeah, I understand that, you know, he's a drug dealer, but you saw Ward beat the hell out of Barry before. They just beat the hell out of Barry right there. They're going to steal $400 million of gold. Yeah. But they don't want to take 25 G's from Barry. Yeah. You know, like I'm just like in my in my so mind, I'm my like, mind, what's it's like? Maybe hop on JJ's train. Yeah. Like, guys, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a mere 25 K. We're about to have this liquid. We'll pay him back. Not, a, I'll give him a bar of gold. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. Just give Barry a little, throw him a little bone here. All right. Well, they they JJ walks out and he goes five G's for everybody. No, what do you do? Put it back. Whoa! 
if okay. my buddy's like, hey, here's five Gs. <laughs> I'm about to questions. I'm all of a sudden turning to the uh, clerk at the pawn shop. I ain't going to ask no questions. Hey, give well, you that know, money. Yeah, give me that money. We're hitting the hard money. rock, son. Where are we going, dog? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to buy a dirt bike with that. I'm going to buy a tiger, son. Yes. <laughs> Barry, obviously, probably looking for them keys. Well, I have a problem. The scene cuts, and we're at the wherever they're at hanging out, and Kelsey with the making clap sounds, they're 16. Kelsey, they're 16. And Rafe is there listening to the clap sounds, and he's like, yo, you, you think John B's hitting it yet? <laughs> and, Rafe, and Rafe's like laughing like, ha, ha, ha. Topper's like, it's your sister, bro. Like, this is your sister. Yeah, bro, we're trying to make you laugh, though. You know, like, have some fun with it, whatever. Barry shows up. So, Barry must have found his keys. Changes his, Changed his shirt. Well, a couple things must have happened. Barry must have went back to the trailer, took a nice shower. Yeah. Found out his money was missing because they didn't say they were going to steal his money. Finds out his money's missing, takes a shower, change, beautiful little tank top on. He must have his keys at this point, obviously. And he gets over to... Uh, and he heads back to... To this little country club yeah. diner place. Possibly, I wouldn't have been surprised if Barry walked. We've seen it before. Barry walk across the entire city of the Outer Banks. Yeah, he when walked. He, whenever he stole uh, Rave's dirt bike. Yeah, to the figure eight. Yeah, yeah whatever. So Barry's hell, hell of a walker, hell of a driver. Not a good criminal. Not a good criminal Terrible at all. criminal. Runs a good pawn shop, though. Great pawn shop. So Sarah, uh, well, John B. They were real quick. This is another problem I had. Rafe is so scared of Barry. Like, I don't know why he is so scared of him. He just saw Ward beat the living hell out of him. Yeah. Easily. Your family runs shit, dude. Like, Barry is afraid of your family. But then he comes up and he says, you think this is a game? Everybody in your family think they can mess with me? Like, a dog. And, and Ward, or not Ward, Rafe gets those creepy eyes. Listen, man, I, um, dude, I, I'm sorry, bro. I, 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 I'm good for it. I'll get it back to you. I'll get it back to you. <laughs> the scene cuts. And then, it, like I said, Sarah and John B. driving in the, in the most wanted vehicle in the Outer Banks. Still, I mean, have we the least self-awareness of all time for this sheriff's department? Peterkin. Look, I already told you to hire my boy last episode. <laughs> you need a new crew. You need a new staff. Bring okay? us in. Bring us in. Uh, Rafe. Just cuts off the Comes van. Comes up on his Grom little dirt bike deal. Gets in front of the... Sh- Should have probably died. You, I mean, you can't just do a hard e-brake in front of the uh, van there. They stop. Sarah's like, I'll handle this. John B, sit in the car. I'm going to go out and talk to Rafe. He starts talking again. Constipated face. Cocaine eyes. You got you to gotta trust me. These are bad people. I know what you just did. He, he did this to me. He burned he did, me. He, he, he burned me. And if I'm Sarah, I'm like, I just beat the hell out of this dude with a door, with dude. A door, dude. Be a better fighter. Yeah, man. like I'm not scared. You do cocaine. You're supposed to be a great fighter. Yeah. Nothing should scare you yet. Everything scares you. And out of nowhere, three minutes later, get you better pick up your microphone. I know you're upset. Pick it up. On his Ducati. This kid's got a Ducati. He's got a 2019 Malibu. What else does he not? What else does he have? My problem is not that he has a Ducati. How are you so far behind? I think those things go two hundred miles an hour. He, he was he was giving Rafe a little bit of space. Okay, sure he was. 
And then Topper with an all-time line oh. gets out. And John B's like, what's up, man? Topper goes, hey, uh, sorry about your arm. How about sorry about my back, my head, my concussion, all of my vertebrae that don't exist anymore, but the show neglects to show. Yeah. How about all that stuff? John B basically goes, what are you going to do? Try and kill me again, dude? What are you doing here? Great line by John B. And Topper's like, dude, you're getting my girl. Not your girl anymore, dude. Not your girl anymore. You're getting them involved in some real rough stuff. Topper, you have no room to talk, dude. You have no room to talk in the situation. Get on your Ducati. Head on out of town. Yeah. Why are you still trying to get with Sarah when Ward choked you out earlier last episode dude, for calling her a whore? You have a Malibu boat. You have a Ducati. Go chase some other tail, man. Yeah. You're, so, you're supposedly the number seven surfer in the nation. Go chase some other tail because after this next scene, you Bro. got no shot. Buddy. No shot, son. The church of love. The church of love. <laughs> oh, John B. Whipping that Vida van to a secret church spot. Let me tell you, I take all my girls to the church. <laughs> I don't. John B. Take Sarah, goes up the sketchy staircase. They're up there with that beautiful painted picture, the outer banks in the background, and they just start talking. We kind of find out some stuff. Kind of find out some things. Yeah, you know. And then. Well, well before we get oh. to the nitty gritty. <laughs> yeah, you know, Sarah's asking him all these cues. John B's giving her the A's. Yeah. You know, just simple, simple girl boy talk, I guess. Simpleton things. Like, how many girls have you had sex with? John B's like. Well, the first one was a tourist from Arizona. It took five minutes. She goes, straight shooter. John B. goes, I don't, I, don't, I don't mess around. We went back to my place. It lasted all of 25 seconds. Sarah, you can't really, like, make fun of his stamina with marathon jokes because you haven't dumped it out yet. You haven't dumped it out yet. Topper tried to get in there. He didn't dump it out. And all John B. has to do is just, like, be a little sensual, and you're like, I thought all guys just wanted to sleep with girls. And John B's like, no, that's not how it is. That's it. That's all it took. That's all it took. Blows out the candle. The rest is history, baby. In a church, too, nonetheless. In a church. The Lord's Temple. Yes, upstairs. <laughs> then, the beginning of this scene, or the beginning of this episode, after Ward being the best eavesdropper of all time and Sarah being the worst secret teller of all time, because you decided to tell a very, very, probably the most high-profile secret of the entire show up to this point, Ward is on to this stuff now. He's got a little insider information here. John B., let's go fishing. Let's take the druthers out there. Let's go. Come on. Sarah's like, we talked about this. Nope, don't want to go. Well, scene cuts. John B. wakes up. And we're going fishing. Well, we're we're missing a, a few a few things here. You know, this is a heavy JJ episode. Um, I'm a huge JJ fan. So what happens is JJ, you know, he he gets the twenty five thou, takes it to his dad, you know, and he's like, "Hey man, I got it. I got the twenty five thousand. His dad's like, "I don't know how the hell you got it. I'm proud of you, son." He goes, "Barney's has got a sale." Barney's got a sale on two two wave runners or something. Yeah, something. I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the thirty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip it to ninety. I don't know where he's, how he's gonna flip the money. At. Maybe 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 his dad sells drugs. Did you at at one point think during that scene 
that maybe like before they started fighting, like it was going to work out. I was, he was too nice. It I was, was rooting weird. for him no until weird. he picked up the newspaper and was looking for the sale at uh, yeah, Barney's, Barney's or whatever. Or, or whatever their Wave Runner store. Well, <laughs> then JJ's like, that's to pay for my restitution or I'm going to jail. Dad, that's I know you're kind of like a criminal. Restitution is why I, I have to pay back money. Yeah, I don't want to go to jail. Because I took the fall for uh, for sinking uh, Topper's 2019 Malibu that I didn't really sink. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a good friend. <laughs> so then his dad's like, hell no, this money's coming mine, boy. And then they proceed to fight. And JJ, God, I'm I love you, kid. You whooped the hell out of that man. Whooped the hell out of pops, dude. Almost had a chance to kill him again. He was on his back. Yeah. Didn't pull the gun out. Had a wrench. Said I couldn't do it, man. Hey. Couldn't do it. He's got a heart, people. He's got a heart. The kid's got a heart, man. You gotta love him. You have to love him. I'm on JJ's side right now. Been on it. Been on it. He's got his restitution money. Maybe he's gonna do the right thing. You thought wrong. Yeah, JJ. I know this. Is, I know you're emotional right now, but you, you don't. You don't go to John B's house. I've seen cuts. They're at John B's house. Key and Pope walk up. They're getting ready. You know, to build the trolley to get all the gold. To get the gold. To get the gold. Because friends that's, first. Poke. Pogues first. Pogues first. Let's get the gold, baby. Pogues first. Remember that, guys. Pogues first. So JJ's sitting there in a the hot tub. He's got a disco ball. He's got these beautiful lights. I don't know how. He got all that from the time that him and his dad fought during the day to that night. A hot tub, lights, disco ball with $25,000 cash. How did they, I don't know how that got all set up. I'm going to break this down for you. No internet. Never seen a phone. Amazon, you can't pay with cash. Any local dealer, you don't have a vehicle. How'd you get to the hot tub shop? A lot of questions to be answered. But damn it, that hot tub setup is badass. It looked awesome. Awesome. And, you know, he's just, he's like, look at what I did for my friends. Hey, baby. I'm out here. Look at what I did I for my for friends. I got this for you guys. I got this for you guys. Listen. And then Pope goes, Pope is kind of like his nerdy voice. Did you spend all the money? He mm. goes, well, between the hot tub, all the petrol, and all this champagne and express shipping. Yeah spent it all and then uh you know they're all mad at him and then he stands up and he goes you know sorry that i wanted to do something nice for my friends for my family for my family you know what we said before put pogues first pogues come first, first. and Always. that is what he was doing he stands up looks like he got hit with a baseball bat he uh, looks like he got beamed by a couple of randy johnson fastballs oh yeah 98 to the ribs oh yeah now he turns around to show the bruises on the back. He starts to cry. They get in the hot tub. It, it's emotional. It's emotional, folks. And Emotions I, are at all-time high. John B. and Sarah just consummated love. The Pogues are hugging in the hot tub. And Ward's about to go fishing. Ward's going fishing. I'm going all in. Fishing. I'm all in on JJ. I, I shed a tear. Multiple tears here. My eyes were crying. They were. I was balling up a little bit. Definitely. Definitely a little dust in the uh, air vent for sure. John B. Scene cuts, wakes up, kind of in Sarah's bed where he's not supposed to be. Number one rule. Ask questions about time. They obviously consummated love up in the uh, sugar shack, up in the uh, church, church steeple, Lord's house. It's two thirty in the morning. They get up, going fishing, man. You know. And last time I checked. Um, you put two people on a John boat. Typically, when you take a boat out that's 65 feet long, 
You have a couple first mates, a couple deckhands, some greenhorns. Going to need a crew. Not today. It's just going to be uh, old Ward and his new son, John B. Hey, and we, we, we're going to go south, son. We are gonna, we're not going where they said the fish are biting. We're going to no. go the complete opposite way. And John B. looks at him and says, are you sure you want to do that? Come on, son. Let's do it. This is going to be you and me, brother. Yeah, so Ward's driving, hanging out. Isn't this awesome? He says, uh, hey, I can – you want me to pour you, pour you a drink? John yeah. B. says uh, – I'm 16, bro. You guys have been drinking this whole the whole entire time in the Stop outer banks. Acting like you don't want to drink now. You carry firearms. You're, you're a damn fugitive. You're a fugitive. Uh, I don't know if I can drink this. So he pours up, which by the way, terrible looking drink. If I'm just gonna be honest, I don't even know if it was chilled Tito's. It was just Tito's. It was just Tito's. It was Tito's and a and a gold glass. Cheers to what, Jack? Cheers to. To gold. Trust. Trust. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you even watch the show? He said. He's a pivotal senior. Well, I mean, you called me Jack, and that's not my name. But anyways. Oh, I said Zach. I I had marbles in my mouth, uh, which I typically, you know, I can't really pronounce. Cheers to trust, which is, it's, it's, you know, going back to the one scene where Ward's on the boat when he fires John B, and he said he's a man of trust. Trust goes a long way. And if uh, you've never seen a TV show, it's called Foreshadowing. Uh Sus about to get bad. Mm-hmm. The truth starts to come out. And Ward, Ward's a straight shooter. He didn't become the you know greatest businessman in the OBX for no reason. He goes down to that uh, stern of that boat down there in the old uh, platform area. He says, John B., let's talk. Let's chat it up a little bit. Figured he got John B. a little liquored up. John B. did not get liquored up. That should have been a sign to Ward that John B.'s got great tolerance. Oh, yeah. Not affected at all by straight vodka. Well, I think Ward. A normal 16-year-old would be slurring words already. Well, Ward was a little fired up. I think Ward was drinking to get himself fired up. He was fired up, son. And, I, you know, we were rooting for Ward. We were, we were fans of Ward. I still am at this point. At this point, I'm a but little. not for much longer. I mean, you're trying to get a 16-year-old drunk, and it's just you two out in, yeah. out in the south? Maybe if they caught some fish, maybe pulled up some tuna. Yeah, I'd have, that'd have been a different story. That'd cool. Yeah, you catch a fish, you'd take a drink. Maybe That's, catch a marlin or something. Oh, at this point, if I'm John B., I'm probably I'm probably gonna start you know getting on the old radio here soon and get a little mayday action going. Yeah. Ward asks him a couple questions. They kind of go back and forth, and uh, hey, remember trust. Trust. I know you found that gold. I know you're gonna have trouble getting it. All your problems just gonna begin. Listening to it as a fan right now, I'm like, damn, he's got John B. cornered. I mean, John. <laughs> Your hands are tied, man. He's saying all the right things. But it's making sense as a 16-year-old kid. When the, these questions are serious. Yeah. Making, saying all the right things. He goes, so listen, son. I'll cut your friends in. I'll cut your pogues in. John B., what does he do? What our boy JJ said in episode three. Deny. 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Don't know. I've never seen gold in my life. I have no idea what that looks like. I'm just a, I'm a, I'm a called, pogue. It's called wheat gold? I don't know what that is. Yeah. I don't know. I told you, I just like history. I asked for your plat map just to look at history. And then this is where it gets juicy. Word. He kind of gets He's a little flustered. He's fired up. He's, He's flustered. He's flustered here. He's like, I know you found the gold. I know that's why you wanted the, that's why you wanted the plat maps. Uh, it has something to do with Redfield. J, 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 Johnny, Johnny B. Almost said JJ. Because I'm still thinking about JJ. God, poor guy. It's not tough. John B. John B. 
says, what, what'd you just say? He said, I said, uh, I said, Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah. Tannehill. No, no, no. You, you said Redfield. How'd you know about Redfield? Uh, I, uh, I don't know. You know, you know about my dad's compass. Yeah. My dad's compass. You know about my dad. Oh, uh, and I'm like, Oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm like, he's got him now, baby. He's cornered. Ward, you're a straight shooter. You're a good businessman. You're losing this negotiation, buddy. You're getting owned in this negotiation. Yeah, you should have took some classes from JJ on how to negotiate. Yeah. That gold's worth 140. 90. Okay, fine. I'll take 70. <laughs> Great negotiating skills. Or maybe take another page out of JJ's book, and this is why we're pro JJ. When John B. confronts you... Maybe say deny, deny, deny. 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 I mean, the the clues are everywhere, and they just have a hard time connecting these dots sometimes. Oh, yeah. These characters have a hard time connecting these dots. John B. says, Ward, we're going home. He sounded like the concerned father. Like, your your son just did something bad at at an event. Yeah. And we're going home now. Yeah. And we're not stopping at McDonald's on the way back. You embarrass his family. No McFlurries. No kids' meals. We're going home. Yeah. You're, you're going to eat leftover pot pie oh. or just tuna casserole. Leftover tuna casserole for you, young man. Disgusting. I'm going up to the to the top of the boat here. I'm, I'm driving us home. I didn't. I mean, I guess John B. knows how to drive boats. I mean, he's pretty good at driving boats. I just, but he can't. I mean, that's a big boat, too. Huge boat. Big old druthers. He says, he says we're going home. And Ward, I told Zach this when we watched it. This guy, I don't know what his, I don't know his real name is. I probably should doing a podcast about the show. Ward Cameron. Ward Cameron, the uh, character, whatever his actor name is, my guy's good because you see his eyes sink back in his head, and he gets possessed by the devil. He almost looked like Miss Kane, like he had Miss Kane eyes. He did. He may have been Miss Kane, and there's like a stunt double for Miss Kane. All of a sudden, he grabs that gaff hook, and we've seen this. Oh my. God, it all comes together it's right now. together! The gaff hook! And John B. starts, like, getting teary-eyed in the top of the top of the boat tower. He's putting it in overdrive. And all of a sudden, cling, cling. Man, so now you see that gaff hook, and you're, like, reliving past episodes. You're seeing Ward is the one who killed those two out-of-towners. Ward's the one that was with Peterkin. The gaff hook. The compass. I have nothing but questions now. Is Peter King good? Is she bad? Why did Ward kill those two out-of-towners? Is Peter King going to hire my friend as a deputy? Zach. I need a job. On, on our team. He, I mean, we, we need work right now. Come on. Please. This podcast. I told you. We make a lot of money with it. We're, I think we have 47 cents now. I need answers. <laughs> I need answers. I cannot wait for episode eight. It's coming. And it's going to be a doozy. Let me tell you, if I know anything about this show... Where it leaves off, it's going to pick right on up. Thanks for joining us today. Find us. Thanks for joining us. Find us at Poke Peeves on Instagram. If you have any grievances that we missed, I know this was a jam-packed episode. Find us at Poke Peeves. DM us. Comment. Remember, like, subscribe, rate, tell your friends. Let us know what you think about JJ. I want to know. You know. I want to know your JJ takes. Again, we get the John B. Protagonist. Main guy. Let's hear about his sidekick. We're all about JJ Let's on this show. Let's talk about Robin. Okay? Yeah. You got Batman? Let's talk about Robin. Let's do it. Let's talk about Patrick Starr, man. Again, the best sidekicks in the game. Come on. The best. Let's do it. Again, thanks for listening. Pogues, Pogues out. out.